สวัสดีค่ะ Hi everyone and welcome to the Jay Marissa podcast. This is episode thirty three. Um, another one, another short one, really, because I'm here alone. But um, I had stuff planned for this series or for this episode, but um, I saw a recent post of uh, Boat. He's the one of the main promoters at Lumpini Stadium, and every week he he does these talks, these live talks on Facebook, and. Obviously, the past few weeks, it's been how the coronavirus has pretty much had a hard impact on Muay Thai, and I mean, of course, it's had a hard impact on everything and everyone around the world. But us being in the industry, of course, we're going to talk about Muay Thai. So, I want to give my input. First of all, I want to translate a little bit of what he was talking about, or. Um, just kind of share the message of what he was tra- talking about, and then I'm going to give my input and um, how I see the situation as well. I mean, you know that last year I started this podcast because I had my own personal rant on Facebook. It was a Facebook Live, and it was how I believe that Muay Thai is going down in Thailand. Some people agreed, some people disagreed. Um, Fast forward one year later, and here we are today. And <laughs> wow, I mean, I was right, but nobody could have predicted the extent of this situation. Nobody could have predicted that there would be a virus like this. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's very worrying, very very worrying. Um, but I will shed some light on what. Boat was saying first of all, so I think last week he was talking about how um, promoters in Thailand they have to put so much money into the fights, into promoting a Muay Thai fight, which is very true. I've done that before. It costs a lot, and there's no return. There's no return because in Thailand, when you promote fights, when you have shows here, more often than not, it's free for people to go and watch. Like the TV studios, um, Super A, MX Muay Thai, um, places like that, it's it's usually free. Or when they have special events like at the Kings Cup, Muay Thai Day, Queens Cup, uh, events that are outside, they're usually going to be free because it's for the Thai public. Um, yes, in the stadiums, Lumpini, Rajamnern, foreigners have to pay for tickets. Um, around the beach and tourist areas, foreigners also have to pay for tickets. But this is also decreasing as well. There's not that many, or there wasn't last year, um, because say that you'd have to, if you're a foreigner, you want to buy ticket, or you want to go watch Muay Thai, you have to go to Rajendran Stadium, Alumpini Stadium. It's going to cost you about one thousand or two thousand baht. But then they had Super Champ Muay Thai. Which was around the corner from Rajadamnan. It's close to Kaosan Road, and it's free to go watch. So having all these free events, you know, obviously the tourists are going to go there rather than spend the one or two thousand baht at the stadiums. The stadium Muay Thai is catered towards the gamblers, which also affects the fighting, the fighters' fights. The fighters are. They're hesitant to pull off such crazy moves. I would say 
Um, they always play it safe. You may see in Lumpinian Rajamnon, it's very basic um, moves that they have practiced over and over and over again uh, that, that they have perfected, basically. And they play it safe because if they was to do something a little bit crazy, not crazy, but, you know, the fancy moves like flying knee or uh, spinning back elbow and things like that. I mean, sometimes you see it, obviously, but more often than not, you don't. It's going to be like the the kick and the clinching and the a couple of punches. That's because if they do something crazy, then it's going to affect the gamblers and it's going to cause a riot within the stadium, within the the referees and the promoters and the trainers and the fighters. So they will just play it safe, which is not entertaining. It's not entertainment. So a foreigner will go there and they'll see the guys lightly kicking, lightly punching, then they'll hug it out in a clinch for like most of the round. And it will kind of be like that for the five rounds. Whereas if they went to go watch Muay Hardcore, for instance, MMA gloves, not even Muay Thai music. Um, they have like, what is it? Heavy metal, um, free rounds and just full on action. Of course, the foreigners are going to go there. It's more fun. It's more understandable. So it's a big difference. Entertainment Muay Thai and the gamblers are the traditional Muay Thai, which is the five rounds one. Big difference. Anyway, I forgot my train of thought. But how I said that Muay Thai was going down and about both stories as well, how he said, like, um, yes, promoters have to invest a lot of money to promote fights. And the only way for those stadium Muay Thai, so when I talk about stadium Muay Thai, I mean Lumpini and Rajanamnon Stadium, the only way for those to get them their return is through the gambling. So that's another reason why I think... <laughs> Lumpini Stadium held the fight that night because they've put so much money into it already that they obviously they wanted the return on their investment, right? They wanted the money, the payment from that day, that big fight night, which happened to have caused around 50 cases of coronavirus. Not a smart move because it was in February, I believe. And around that time, everyone was already canceling their events. Everyone. My dad canceled his event, which cost us a lot. And not just that, but a whole, not just the, the money side of it, but a whole year of organizing and a lot of work went into that. So, yeah, he had to cancel that too, which at the when he first canceled it, a lot of people were not happy. Obviously, a lot of people bought their flights to go there. They arranged their holidays off work. They arranged their families to fly with them. They bought their flight tickets, their hotels, whatever. So a lot of people were kind of not so happy with my dad at that time. Even though it was just like two free out, two or three weeks just before the um, closure, or just before the event, he announced it. And then finally in March, when the virus got worse, people realized like, wow, like just in time, like that was a lucky escape really, because if it was a peak during that time, his, his event was supposed to be what, March 8th to the 17th and it peaked around that time. So it's lucky that he did cancel it. Anyway, the Lumpini fights, yes, 
people were already telling them to cancel and you know he shot himself in the foot and continued to do it the promoters um so not a smart move because yeah it caused a lot of damage and not just that not just the damage that it caused like the virus wise but the way in which people look at muay thai got worse obviously you know, it's a struggle trying to promote Muay Thai in Thailand within the Thai community, within the Thai people. Thailand is very hierarchical. You have the low ca- class, you have the middle class, and you have the upper class. And the middle and upper class are not so fond of Muay Thai. That's a fact. They're not fond of it. I know foreigners come over to Thailand, and obviously they go to the Muay Thai gyms and everyone's loving it. Yes, because you're going to that area where all the people are that love the sport. So obviously, you're going to be around people who share the same passion for the sport. But in reality, majority of Thai people don't like Muay Thai. They they look down on it. I mean, Muay Thai, again, like I said before, it's a poor person's sport. Um, it's all the villagers from the north or the south or whatever. All the, all the like country people will do Muay Thai as a means to have a career it's their career so yes uh because of the virus situation it kind of shed a dark shadow over Muay Thai even more so which is a shame and I think that's what Bo was also talking about is like the past few years has been a big struggle within the Muay Thai community my last video which I made last year when I was talking about how the closure of Lumpini Stadium the original one on Rama 4 Road how that impacted the Muay Thai community a lot and how everyone just kind of separated and made and went their own separate ways rather than keeping that community together. Rather than working together, it was more like everyone was separated and it was just all for themselves. So it created a a big divide, the Lumpini Stadium closure. So yeah, now and now the the new Lumpini Stadium, which caused <laughs> this mess as well. Not caused it, but it enhanced the mess as well. So yeah, um, how the Muay Thai community uh, broke up. Yep, and the Thai people, the way they look at Muay Thai has been bad. Finding sponsors has been increasingly hard. Like um, my dad struggled to find sponsors for his event and um, I don't even think that we we had enough sponsors for the event as well so we would have actually made a loss um, or it would have like really struggled yeah uh, the government were not helping us at all they were going not even offering us any funding which is I don't want to say it but it's fucked up it's fucked up because like my dad's events how many people come to Thailand to compete in that event you know we're bringing tourism in how many people are spending money whilst they're here in thailand you know they're also promoting thailand's national sport but yet the government won't support us why again the people up here in power position of power high up on the on the pyramid they don't care about muay thai they don't care about the people who were involved in Muay Thai. And that's what Bo was talking about, is like, if the government, if the Thai people in, posi- in, in power here don't care about Muay Thai 
and only foreigners care about Muay Thai, then what's the future of Muay Thai going to be? Right? It's going to move. It's going to shift to the West. You know, now how many champions are foreigners and lesser Thai? Thais don't get the funding. We don't get the sponsorship, the endorsements that you would in the West. So it's uh, so not just the virus, but everything's been highlighted at the moment. It's uh, It sucks for Muay Thai. And frankly, since my run last year, I'd totally gone off it myself. I'd totally gone off Muay Thai and the people involved in it as well. Because, yeah, there is a lot of shady-ass people, a lot of politics. I'm sick of it. I was. I'm a bit better now this year. I was also recovering from back surgery, so everything was just kind of, like, worse at that time. (laughs) But, you know, I totally get it. Like, I I ran into so many people who were kind of, like, messed up in the head who just kind of cheat you over and lie and steal so much like it's ridiculous so yeah I was over it I definitely was over it I've even had trainers at my gym who completely stolen from my dad and mess a lot of stuff up and that's not just one one time it's over and over and I speak to other Muay Thai gym owners in town and, and same situation so, it's, it's a mess, to be honest. Muay Thai is going down in this country, and yeah, the virus is making it even worse. I mean, the government is supposed to support Muay Thai like over 100 million baht per year or something like that. I saw something crazy like that, like a number that Bolt threw out on his Facebook. And where is it going? If they're not going to fund my dad's championships, which has up to 50 countries, thousands of athletes come in, you know, huge expenses. If not going to fund the professional Muay Thai side, Lumpini, Rajam Nguyen, like all these stadiums that are really Thai heritage, a part of Thai culture, then where is the money going? Can you think of another Muay Thai organization that seems to have a lot of money? I mean, one comes to my mind, amateur Muay Thai. So, you know, and now that the virus has hit us, all gyms in Thailand have been ordered to close, obviously the stadiums. And what happens when the gyms close and the stadiums close? The fighters have no fights. What happens if they have no fights? They have no money. The gyms are closed, the trainers have no money, they have no work. So what can they do? Again, this funding every year... 100 million baht, where is this going? Why can this not go to the fighters, to the trainers? Something is definitely missing here. And again, that's what Bolt was saying, like, where is this money gone? But then again, think about it. What's the richest Muay Thai organization right now? Amateur one, right? They They have a professional link as well. You know, they they never seem to be short of cash. They never seem to worry. Think about it. Ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Why can't this funding go to the fighters right now? Share it 
amongst the people. Again, the government was supposed to be giving out 5,000 baht funding for all the lower socioeconomic uh, communities, right? For all the poorer people. And only a fraction of those people were able to get it. It's ridiculous. Then the government turned around and said, oh, we can only afford that for a month and it's not going to happen for everyone. My fighters or my trainers um, registered for it and they got denied. You know, they registered as Muay Thai trainers, as Muay Thai fighters. And then whoever was involved or in, in charge of it, Ministry of Finance, whatever, they replied back saying denied because we're not funding uh, farmers right now. They never said they were farmers. And um, it's, uh, it's exhausting because you try and do so much for the sport and it's like, it's like you're trying to escape um, that sinking sludge, you know? It's, 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 you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. The, the progress is so minimal because you're fighting so much. So, yeah, um, foreigners, they're investing a lot. They're coming here and they're, they're opening gyms and um, they're opening gyms back home and they're investing the time to learn the sport, buy all the best equipment, know the best sports science that's, that's associated with Muay Thai and how they can maximize their output as a fighter, as a trainer, as a promoter the entertainment value, the creativity, everything. So of course Muay Thai is going to go to the West. It's going to go outside of Thailand because Thailand doesn't care. The Thai people don't care. It's a sad reality and uh, I needed to share that because is there something we can do to help the situation? Is something we can do to help Thai fighters? Or... Am I fighting a losing battle? Are the people involved here who are really trying fighting a losing battle? Right? So yeah. That's that rant. Um, it's so interesting because, it, yeah, it's exactly what I said last year and now it's just, like, amplified. Um, you know, my dad was hosting that event, right? It was going to be a huge event, uh, have Muay Brand, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Thai martial arts, everything, everything. And, you know, even that other organization, the rich one that I was talking about, they even threatened to sue my dad if he was to host amateur Muay Thai. Just the sport, amateur Muay Thai. They think that they own the sport. Is that possible? Is that allowed? So much like messed up stuff in this industry at the moment. How can we help it? I've been trying to reflect on my life a lot more recently and what I can do for myself now because it's not just about what I can do for the sport. I've tried so much. I'm, I'm all. I'm even now. I'm still trying to promote it in a more positive light. I'm doing my workouts. I'm still promoting the gym and WMO. Um, but you can only go so far with that. You can only impact a certain amount of people with that also. So, yeah, that's another reason why I'm also studying psychology right now. I'm trying to find something else um, for my life, for myself, because 
I can't deal with all the bullshit anymore in Muay Thai. <laughs> like, what's the point? What's the point? I love it, but I hate it at the same time. So, yeah, you know, I want the Western world to hear this and to learn more about the industry as well. Like, I guess, right now, there's so many people writing blogs about Muay Thai and their opinions about Muay Thai. And honestly, they lack knowledge. They lack experience and knowledge in it, you know? Like, I've grown up in it, and, you know, I can speak Thai as well. It's a big help. So, you know, all these opinionated blogs are just annoying, to be honest. Learn more. Open your mind a bit more and be more uh, culturally competent towards Thai people as well. It's very, like, uh, narrow, their approach to the blogs. So... Yeah, <laughs> it didn't mean to be such a such a rant this uh, this podcast, but it turned out to be. But anyway, yeah, it's interesting one. Uh, let's put some positive aspects in there. What can we do? What can we do? Um, yeah, when all this virus clears and Thailand opens its doors again to the world, uh, come up, come back to Thailand, support the gyms. Come and train here. You know, you can still learn a lot more from a in, in Muay Thai from the from the trainers and the fighters here. Really indulge in the experience and the culture with the Thai people. Um, keep on doing Muay Thai at home if if that's what you do. You know, and if you don't do it, maybe consider it because even though all the situation, like me knowing Muay Thai, this is a skill that will be with me forever and. Um, I'm doing all these home workouts and if I was only going to do like squats and push-ups and all these body weights, it'd be boring, but I can shadow box. I can still do Muay Thai. I can move my body. So, uh, it is a very useful skill, not just for that, but uh, self-defense reasons as well. You know, it makes me feel strong and confident. So Muay Thai has a lot of uh, positive aspects about it as well. Not just Muay Thai, but martial arts in general. I do recommend that you try some martial arts wherever you are and then yeah come and uh, support Muay Thai in Thailand um come and show the Thai people how amazing it, it can be I think they've lost their um their view on it and I think that um we need to wake people up a little bit more again and see how Muay Thai can be for us and see the positive aspects of the sport Yes, please invest into it. Invest your time, energy, money, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever feels good for you as well. Yeah. Um, I've been doing the Muay Thai burn on Muay Sculpt workouts. You can find that on my YouTube channel, Jade Marissa. Um, also, my friend, bless her, she started this <laughs> group on Facebook called Quarantine Tribe and we host free live workouts and talks and yoga and meditation and all these different things on there every day so check that out and um improve your wellness whilst you're at home mm -hmm. okay guys well that's it for now i guess let's see what happens in the future it's really interesting this roller coaster of the quarantine sort of situation um i think we've all been on like a an emotional 
roller coaster at the moment all these different phases we're going through I mean it started with panic and worry and stress and now and then now it's kind of gradually going into acceptance and um, we're finding more creativity within our lives and things to do and it's uh, the time right now is really crucial what we do what we choose to do with our time so do something productive do something positive and do something that feels great for you all right guys so once again thank you for tuning in Please subscribe to my channel and sawadee ka.